As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, after, a... I said I have to leave at 150. Una e cinquanta. Oh, no. <laughs> He's got to stir the sauce. <laughs> He's got to stir the sauce Monday, at 150. Tuesday, Thursday, yeah, Wednesday, He's got to sell, sell some silencers, stir the that's sauce. <laughs> that's what I was hoping before I saw what your wife looked like and who she was, Vince. I was hoping she was like Apollonia from, <laughs> Apollonia. from the Godfather. From the from Godfather. Godfather. Oh, okay. You know, is his... What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Frotcast. We're coming at you not live from our frock quarters to you. The writer's strike is over. That it's means over. that we're back. All of our writers, they're back. No more mini rooms. Mm-hmm. No more uh, AI yep. writing my bits for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm here, as always, with you know him, you love him. He's the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lieb. Hey, what's in my butt? In my butt. This is last minute. Love I didn't think me, of wanting to. Love me. Love me. There we go. You did it. Me. Very good. Um, yeah. Sorry. I've just been dealing with a situation in which my baby uh, is um, filled to the brim with snot. Mm. And um, uh, downstairs, Francesca is sucking out the snot with this like little snot straw. Ooh. And it so she's is... actually sucking? She's not doing the one where you like blow it through to the other side? No, I didn't know there was one where you could blow it through to the other mm. side. Uh, this is my favorite Doors song. Rider <laughs> 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 Strike's over, so oh, yeah. a lot of good stuff's yeah, happening. We're back, we're back in business, We're baby. back in business. Uh, thank you to everyone who you know was out on the picket lines. Um, I'm, I'm not in the Writers Guild, but I thank you because uh it feels right to do that if i if i thank you then you'll think that i'm part of the writers guild mm. and uh that'll make me feel good 
Yeah. So, Who we got for us this week? Uh, this week, oh boy, do we have a oh, show? Boy. Oh, oh boy! Oh my he's god! Rubbing, he's rubbing his palms. Together. Oh god! It is a great show. We he have does that a lot though. Two excellent guests. First, we have, of course, you know him, you love him. Justin Halpern is here. Yes. Yay! What's up, dog? And then we have comedian James Frey. Oh. Hey, what's up? What's up, what's everyone? Up? What's up, doggies? How we doing? We feeling good? Yeah. We children crying? Good. I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm Wait, my what? whole back is like like a rock right now. Just tight. Every everything is tight. Standing in my arrow body. straight. What? Ah, Bob Seger. Okay. Why, Matt, why does your room look like you're in first class of Virgin Airlines? Oh, because, uh, first of all, uh, it's non-Virgin Airlines over here. You know Come on, now. <laughs> More like sex haver. More like made a baby. Airlines. I made a baby. I fucked once. <laughs> um this is this is the you know this is the studio in the house. This is uh, this is where my 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 wife my wife. Yeah. We have a dual Patreon household. Not a lot we of do. people can brag wow. about that kind of thing. Dual or dual wood. dual Patreon one. Kid. They exchanged ring lights at their wedding. That's what the, that's what the greatest generation fought for. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Dual you know. Yes, we beat the Soviet Union and the Nazis so that their children could one day stream. That was right. what Hitler was worried about is someone named Matt Lee would someday have multiple podcast incomes. <laughs> exactly. He wanted to nip that in the bud, but we got him first. Not yeah. only stateless, but like could actually like produce a podcast artist. from anywhere, you know, like can zoom in. Like you don't even mm. know what country he's coming from. Not not that he has any loyalty to any of them. Oh, wow. Are you questioning Matt's further. loyalty to America? Well, no, I have dual loyalty. It's, oh, right, uh, right, 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 right. Yes, I have loyalty to America, of course, mm-hmm. but secretly, I also it's have right, loyalty yeah. to streaming, to twitch.tv. <laughs> <It's a great laughs> website. So, Justin, now that the strike is over, like, are we we're legally required to pay you for this appearance? How does that? Uh, yeah, yeah that's right. Work? Yeah, you'll Damn get a bill. It. I'll invoice Ugh. you. Uh, yeah, I don't do shit for free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's got to feel good. Tell me, I want to, I want to hear the details of what was one. Uh, I was reading through the contract that was online, or like some of the details that were online, and like uh, I didn't, I don't understand any of it because I'm, I'm not smart. So, like, mm-hmm. what is, uh, what? For example, I, I heard someone say that uh, staff writers will now be getting script fees. Yeah. That's right. It's uh, well, I don't this know what that all, means. Your audience is going to love this really in the weeds shit. Yeah, get in the weeds. Writers. Let's get fucking granular <laughs> with this contract. I could just read it to you guys. Now, uh, well, but do a well, voice. It, I mean, do a voice. <laughs> uh, it's like a wizard sleeve. Um, no, I mean, not a bunch of. I mean, the basic thing to, to take away from it is like every. Everything we got was all shit five months ago. Everybody was like, you're never going right. to ever get this. Like, you're so fucking stupid for asking for this. It's never going to happen. Like, times have changed. <laughs> all this shit that, you know, you hear from everybody who. The, posi- is- the positive American can-do spirit. Yeah. 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 Um, 
So things like, for instance, staff, what you just said, right? Script fees for staff writers. Staff writer is the lowest level writer. It's mm-hmm. entry level. It's your first job. Um, and historically, for some reason, we did not pay them a fee for their script because it was considered like an apprentice. You're learning. Right. It's, like, oh, it's, yeah. like we're all, <laughs> it's like we're all cobblers and they're, we're teaching them how to like, come into my shop. Uh, it's an he's he's in there with a big like wooden mallet. Hey, make yeah. a one a dick joke for you. I, yeah. I, I build them up a nice. <laughs> the first act, this has to end on a dick joke. Um, <laughs> So you seen a need a button are coming right up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, man, now I wish I was a super Italian showrunner <laughs> instead of being a lame American one. Um, no, I have so to write we, a scene where the Belize and my lady, she bend over and you see inside of her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call it the rule a little of horny, A little bit horny. It's funny. I was like, uh, I do a, a animated show, and so sometimes we have to like dig through old animation and stuff. And we found this like trove of Italian animation from like the '40s and '50s, and it was all just guys being like, "Oh no, she bent over, and I see her panties." It was like that's a Borat, I know, but no, it was like every every animation was so horny, and it was like. <laughs> A woman not realizing a man like the wind had blown her skirt out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love that. But there's a lot Beautiful. of truth in comedy. Italians do be like that. I mean, yeah. one of my favorite fun facts is that in the French Looney Tunes, uh, Pepe Le Pew is Italian. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's the French were like, no, we are not that honey. No, you are thinking <laughs> <Yeah>. Italian. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. We are consensually honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we won a bunch of, like, we won things like that and, mm-hmm. and we'd been trying to win that for 30 years and everybody was like, it'll never happen. And we won, uh, some like merit, you know, like the big thing is like streaming. They're not going to let anybody see the numbers. They're not going to tell you how well the show's doing. And we're asking to be paid if it's doing really, really well. And we won some merit based residuals, which is again, they said we would never get. And so it was a bunch of stuff like that. It was like, mm. this it was a bunch of stuff that shored up what was, becoming a pretty untenable contract room size like, i didn't think that would ever happen I mean, no yeah yeah mandatory room, a minimum room size which a mandatory room with a view that's the virginia wolf clause yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, exactly. so you guys you guys passed mandatory minimums we did. Let's go. So, okay, so there's a. <laughs> we didn't phrase it like that, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a broken windows contract. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so there is a system in place now where you get paid based on the number of views uh, in in streaming. Yeah. So basically, if uh, in the first, I think, I think it's ninety days, maybe it's six months. Uh, if your show reaches twenty percent of their subscriber base, mm-hmm. you're going to get a bonus residual. Interesting. Um, uh, and so it's like things like that. that we'll Is there a third party that's there going to be in there to like you know not like lie about those those things? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Nice. Because uh, so do they get that to felt like a big sticking point where the streamers were like. Uh, so you know our business model is entirely right. based on lying, right? Now. Right, so and, yeah. people when not we're and when we're negotiating with you, we, you will not know the value of your product. Yeah, right. It was, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like uh, if you guys remember, like what the internet was like in the mid aughts, where like oh, yeah. I worked at I worked at Break dot com, which I don't think even exists anymore. Mm-hmm. Slogan: We do guys. We remember. Yeah, we do guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we would like. 
we would uh, somebody would pay to advertise on the site and it would be like yeah like we're gonna send so many clicks to your video and what we would do without telling them is we would go buy a, a, cl- a, a thumbnail on a porn site that mm-hmm. was like two chicks eating one guy's dick and then People would click on it and be like Pepsi Cola, and it would, and then they'd immediately click out of it. They they click out of they click out of it, but they clicked enough to give it one view. Yeah, and then yeah. and then obviously advertisers started to get wise and were like, wait, I don't think ten million people saw this Pepsi ad in the first twenty four hours. Was on yeah, give it out. to her, JJ. People are drinking Pepsi very differently now. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. that was fun. From that the was back. that all that, that all came to a head when. Uh, Everybody that works on an ad-supported website got laid off. Uh, right about <laughs> when they all lost six months when, ago, when we when like and everyone lost their job because when everybody all the realized, advertisers. Like, oh, all the numbers are completely fake. Maybe we shouldn't <laughs> have hired all those pay- people whose entire job it was to fake numbers. That was maybe a bad call. Now there's a third party. You said that like will have Take access a- to the numbers and it meets, and the third party resides on like. The Debbie Miscavige floor of the Scientology Center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually it's her. We only yeah. show the wow. numbers to it. Debbie Miscavige. Yeah, it's yeah, she actually lives inside the Netflix building. Uh, we didn't know that. <laughs> that um, explains so much. Honestly, that would explain a ton. Like, I, yeah. I, I've told this story before, where like I showed up for my. Roma screening and it was funny because it was like we're doing advanced screenings of Roma no screeners even though this is literally going to screen like to stream <laughs> a streaming website yes Netflix. like okay. you get home you know, yeah. it'll be okay on. it's only like a 20 minute drive whatever let's do it showed up uh it took them like 15 minutes to figure out who to ask inside so that the like the the gate guard would let me in uh, and I got in for like, at, like I was walking into the screening at 10.02. The, scre- the screening was supposed to be at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. It was 10.02. I opened the door and the movie had already been playing for two minutes. Like they just started it <laughs> just 100% on time. Like it was completely automated or something. <laughs> I like, sat I'm here down. to see Aroma. Yeah. <laughs> I come to see the Aroma. Yeah. I, I sat down. Uh, it took a second for like my eyes to adjust to the darkness, and I looked around, and there was one other guy in the screening. They, couldn't, <laughs> they could not hold the screening for fifty percent of the screening audience. He was just wow. yelling, "Start the fucking movie!" <laughs> yeah, uh, and that guy fell asleep after like twenty five minutes. <laughs> just there to sleep. Yeah, I love that. Did you so pass? I, like, uh, I mean, is there a room in the Netflix building? Like that is just a door surrounded by armed guards where you know that's where the numbers are because well, that, you wonder if the person that they hired is like like what is the security around that because you know that is the most it's, valuable person. It's Shelly oh. Miscavige with a briefcase handcuffed to her wrist, She's just walking around. I actually the cast of they, glow. <laughs> they don't. They didn't. At least at the time, have a very good sense of humor about it. Because one time I went and, and I pitched them a show. And after I was done pitching the show, they were like, you know, they did the classic kind of like, oh, well, think about it. And I made and I said, do you want my pitch pages to feed into the algorithm? And it was like no laughter. And also we didn't sell that show. They passed on it. Oh, man. Uh, well, did they so- ask did they ask like how many social media followers do the actors that you have attached uh, to this have? Was that 
It's that feels like a thing of like four or five years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel no, like that's not a thing. They learned their lesson, I think, pretty. pretty I, I feel like the last few years they learned that nobody switches from YouTube to uh, yeah. network television. So In I the process quit, of making TikTok. all numbers meaningless, they realize <laughs> that those numbers are actually meaningless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like, that was like peak like 2018. Cause I remember, re- I think I've told the story of the podcast before, but like, I was like in my office and I got a call from one of the executives and they were like, we have an exciting piece of town that we want to run past you to see if maybe you want to collaborate on a show with. Do you know who the fat Jew is? Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, get this fucking he's guy away from your company. Yeah, like, he's a piece of something. Yeah. yeah. He, but he's got a lot of, of you- talent, they said. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, listen, he, <laughs> piece of talent. He's got a lot of pieces of talent. That's, it's yeah. it's usually other people's talent that he puts on his it's thing, but yeah. yeah, he carries it in a bag. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> was a very talented haver. He has talent. It's not his, <laughs> but he has it. That's important. One thing. Oh, I have a couple things to ask you about. Like, I know that you got asked to collaborate on some sort of NFT. Was it a was it like a bored ape show or something like that that, that they yeah. wanted you to do? Yeah. Now that, I think the big news was. Is that, that still uh, in the works? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just shows you where I'm at in the pecking order of Warner Brothers deals. Is I get called for Bored Ape Yacht Club and Fat Jew. And that's, that's where I'm at. Oh, I'm just happy the writers can go back to work so I can get a job at Ralph's now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That, as someone who's not in the guild, I'm like, as soon as the writer strike ended, and I was just like, oh, looks like they got everything they wanted. And then I heard my baby do the ho- most horrible cough, and I went, oh shit. My material conditions have not changed. <laughs> Fuck. So the point is, is uh, if you're out there and you're staffing, uh, uh, help. Is there is there any? Um, yeah, uh, help is. I'm thinking of buying End of pitch. Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm thinking of buying a what do you call it? A, like business cards. So the next time I go to a networking thing, uh, I and someone asks for my card, I can hand it to her. I want it to just say help me. <laughs> And that's it. Just help me. Because that's like behind every time I shake a hand. Um, But is there, uh, do you think that with this new contract, that uh, what does it look like for new writers who are trying to break in? You think uh, that uh, there's, does it open the door to more opportunities or? (laughs) Um, I think it's. Not really more opportunities. It's if you get a job, it's going to actually pay you enough to yeah. live okay. and not have to scramble <laughs> right. and get another job. Yeah. Um, it's not going to make getting that job any – I don't think it's going to make getting that job that much easier. But I think right. if you get the job – because the, the jobs are based on how many shows there's going to be. And I think there's going to be a contraction. We had 600 shows last year. I think there's going to be less than that this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, but if you get that job – it, it made no sense before. It was like, hey, this is the most competitive field where hundreds and thousands of people are trying to get into it. And if you get into it, you might be able to afford a one bedroom. Yeah, like, it, right. didn't make, yeah. it didn't make any sense. And so I think now well, but the exposure, it's good that, uh, you know, they paid an exposure. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like exposure is very important. You yeah, once get you're, exposed. Once yeah, you to become, the elements. <laughs> once you become <laughs> like it. <laughs> to yeah, the sun. Yeah. <laughs> once you become exposed enough to become an Emmy-winning showrunner, you may get 
pitched a board ape. That's yeah, right. Um, <laughs> if you're <Yeah>. lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can get pitched the board apes. I know someone actually who uh, during that whole NFT thing was uh, pr- produced an NFT show and it just existed on on YouTube, but she got paid like real money to do it. Mm-hmm. And I felt bad for anyone else who was working on that who was paid in <laughs> in pictures of apes uh, yeah because i was like you know there's a good portion of people who are like no 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 i want it in crypto Trust there was a me. period of time where all of the dumbest people had had all of the like money that was moving and like there's this my favorite story from this is my friend was in a meeting with Quibi, like obviously mm-hmm. we all know Quibi. R.I.P. And he was, and this guy was pitching Quibi to him. He was a Quibi executive, was pitching Quibi and was like, you know, we got Steven Spielberg's doing something for us, like Antoine Fuqua. And my friend was like, well, is it hard to get them excited about something air that they make airing on this really <laughs> tiny screen? And the guy was like, I knew you were going to ask that. He's like, <laughs> you, he's like, if you take your phone. And you bring it really close to your face. Yeah. It's oh actually God. one of the biggest screens you'll ever see. <laughs> Which is like no everything else. It's like, no it's, like saying, it's like saying like, yeah, you may look at my dick and you may think it's really small. But if you put my dick right next to your eyeball, it's actually the biggest dick anyone has ever seen. It's, it's so big it blots out the sun. Yeah. All I right. Mean, this is an eclipse dick. It's yeah. so big. He, on his LinkedIn, he probably has like a, a subtitle: "Perspective Hacker." Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's an executive a perspective. Yeah, it's an executive who's still tricked by like the floating finger. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but if you put this screen next to a micro machine, it's gonna look like it's bigger than a car. So, oh, that's amazing. Uh, so, so what, what, uh, during the beginning of the strike, I felt like everyone on Twitter, um, or at least everyone who it's like a paid blue check mark on Twitter made it about AI. They were like, Oh, they're all striking because AI is going to take their jobs. Um, and which was not the, at all the main thrust of the strike, but for some reason, I think everyone thought it was, um, what has happened? Has there been any talk of what's going to go on with AI? Was there any anything in the contract about AI? Yeah, we won really good protections, which were pretty actually simple. I mean, everybody liked to talk about AI because it was sort of like, the. Well, I mean, again, you just heard me describe staff writer script fees. It's like you want to fucking blow your brains out. So yeah. it's so like in the weeds. But uh, this was like, we won protections. which basically said, AI can't write a script and we, us be hired to rewrite it. And we can't be hired. Uh, we can't uh, be hired to rewrite an AI script. Like basically, like it can't be the source material, and it can't rewrite us. Oh, okay. Is the, is the two things. That, and you can't that, be. Uh, and writers can't be forced to use it. I think. And writers right? can't be forced to use it. Yeah. So we protected ourselves on basically every level of it. That's great. Um, you know, I think we're what still if, dealing with some of the like training stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the if, act is, for the are you still stuff, allowed to uh, create like an AI? Generated uh, young female writer for Dan Harmon to harass. Uh, is that like not- <laughs> just so he doesn't harass any of the real ones? Is that cool? Hey, Royland's out of there. The problem's gone. <laughs> Justin just turns off his computer. <laughs> Matt, why sorry. don't we have writing Joe's? Uh, sorry, was it know. the other guy? I didn't. I didn't actually. Yeah, ask, it wasn't I Dan. Sort of skim read that. 
<laughs> just throwing around because <laughs> you're skimming. Oh. I didn't read which one it was. I don't know. Yeah, well, well, just just say the Buffy say guy. If you can't remember, say okay. the Buffy guy. What's his name? Whedon? Buffy guy. Buffy guy. Um, <laughs> so well, the uh, AI stuff for the actors thing yeah. was great. Like the like the Scanning. extras. The extras yeah. thing is that was legit kind of terrifying. Yeah, I it mean, was. yeah. <laughs> when you watch, you pay uh, you a hundred dollars once and own your image and anything <laughs> forever. You're in the background of it's every like, movie for all yeah. of eternity. <laughs> that, that was the funniest thing too, because somebody obviously had to come up with that proposal. Yeah. So it was originally pitched as like, well, why don't we pay? I bet it was like somebody being like, why don't we pay these actors a little bit to ha- use their likeness? And somebody was like, for how long? And somebody else was like. <laughs> Forever. forever. Yeah. We'll just own it forever. Yeah. We yeah, gave them easy. the money. That's clean. Yeah. <laughs> Fair trade. That's clean and rad and powerful. That's clean we... and rad and powerful. Yeah. Tech brain. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I, I am I'm curious excited. about like the logistics of picketing. Just like it seemed like you had to be uh, out there uh, yelling the same things like over and over in the hottest days of yeah uh, it was awesome. like I don't even like <laughs> like anytime I'm in a chant at like a you know at, at, during like a sports game by like the fourth repetition I kind of look around like are we still do we still have to do like we they heard it right like we don't have to keep doing well this. imagine was, you're cheering for your livelihood and sure yeah, yeah right even yeah. so I have a very short attention span. <laughs> I would say the chance died down some about like a couple weeks into it. It was mostly then just people walking. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was out there basically every day cause I'm on the board. So, you know, they want, they want somebody on the board or negotiating committee that out every one of the sites. So somebody can ask us questions or do whatever. Um, so it was, I mean, I have a crazy weird tan. Uh, it's like super <laughs> hardcore farmer tan. Um, yeah, it fucking sucked. It, there was a couple days where it was like 98, 99. Oh, yeah. And, and also there was like one sliver of shade. Like the <laughs> wall was not high enough to cast enough shade for two people yeah. to walk next to each other. Mm-hmm. So as everybody was walking in a single file line, like really close up against yeah, the wall. Jawas. Jawas yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm good, friends like with a, Chris, uh, I'm good friends with Chris Stevens, who I guess broke the them cutting down the tr- the trees. Oh, story. really? I was going to bring yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. What was so, so? Who? What was the studio that did that? Where they cut down Beauty. the trees? Universal. Universal. Yeah. 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 That was wild because that's right near where I I pick it at Warner Brothers, but like literally you walk two hundred yards. Yeah. I mean, that was my friend's uh, like beat. <laughs> she was yeah. always walking there, and yeah, it was just one day they were all just cut down. <laughs> it was like, oh my god! I, mean, they just, I kind of appreciate great that marketing move because there's like stepped in it every. You know, we're fi- the you guys are fighting over AI and all these like newfangled forms of oppression, but someone yeah. still out there doing like Louis B. Mayer style union <laughs> busting, where it's like I'm going to cut down the trees that mm-hmm. they, so they don't have any shade. Like that's yeah. that's classic. That's good uh, old fashioned mustache twirling evil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I wanted like some Pinkertons to come beat us up. <laughs> yeah, Pinkertons show up and they poison the tender greens across the street. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's those Jews over there. Let's yeah. get. <laughs> I mean, we Pinkerton's- took a sledgehammer to all of the toilets in the Whole Foods across from Netflix. <laughs> yeah. 
Shout poisoned all the chickens at Gelson's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, the, but that, like Pinkertons are still a real thing. Like a couple, yeah. it was only a couple years ago where it came out that Facebook was hiring Pinkertons to just what? like to just hang out at coffee shops in San Francisco to make sure no one was like leaking fucking inside information and just like they're trying to like overhear people doing uh you know it's got to be that they weren't supposed to but is it like it's private security it's not necessarily the pinkerton company no right? it was the actual pinkerton that company, company still is still around yeah wow, what good leadership they had that they were able to weather this <laughs> yeah. 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 changes yeah. they didn't even, even rebrand rebrand <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that that's crazy. like uh, but the bigger the Pinkerton name is worth its weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy uh, shit! According to Motherboard, apparently this was actually Amazon. I, I thought I heard about it for related to Facebook too. But oh yeah, I, Amazon. I that, that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, wanted so to Justin, make sure. Sorry, I'm, I'm. They wanted to make sure that people didn't uh, weren't organizing. I assume that's uh, more. <laughs> I oh, mean, no, apparently it was Facebook and Google as well. Oh, they all did it. They all yeah. been hiring Pinkertons. Yeah. I mean, that is who you call, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, sorry. Companies will also hire external agencies to surveil their staff. One such firm, Pinkerton, counts Google and Facebook among its clients. <laughs> One among such other firm services. Pinkerton you may have, offers. <laughs> yeah, you, may you may have, have heard, heard of them. You may yeah. not have. You, you might recognize them from movie. Deadwood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, soon to be appearing in the upcoming Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> Among other services, Pinkerton offers to send investigators to coffee shops or restaurants near a company's campus to eavesdrop on employees' conversations. Holy fuck. If we hear anything about a new product coming or new business ventures or something to do with stocks, we'll feed that information back to corporate security, said David Duvari, managing director of the firm, adding that the focus is usually IP theft or insider training. Mm-hmm, sure. Wow. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, I'm surprised Surprised you didn't uh, get any Pinkertons sick. Down maybe maybe they were amongst us and yeah. we just didn't know. Yeah. Or maybe the fine folks at Black Cube. Yeah. Could have been the Black Cube people. <laughs> you do wonder if like it, within the Pinkerton agency, there's just like this vein of like anti-Semitism that exists uh, because... Specifically, no, I think that exists in every agency. Probably. But <laughs> yeah. I'm saying Pinkerton is so blue blooded that they're probably just like these goddamn Israelis. They're taking <laughs> yeah. all our jobs with all their fucking good tech. Yeah, I was gonna I mean, say if you have if there was someone amongst the strike with a suspiciously Israeli sounding accent <laughs> yeah. telling you why you should like burn stuff down and like and throw a bomb, you're like, I don't know if I should trust this guy. This seems yeah. this seems suspicious. And why did you write on by uh, young Sheldon? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, checks out. I wrote on something. My uh my toddler for some reason he pronounces water wader and I always like imagine like it's very Israeli, Israeli. yeah I imagine an Israeli <laughs> guy adorable. saying it and it makes it funnier <laughs> I love it it's wader wader um well that's good you know so um do, Bill Maher did this right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When are we going to thank Bill Maher for ending this? You know what? It's high time we thank Bill Maher. (laughs) Finally, someone who speaks truth to power, you know? I think the craziest thing about Bill Maher is that like 98% of us know he's completely meaningless. But 2% of the loudest boomers in the entire world (laughs) think he is the most relevant man 
He is the center, the eye of the zeitgeist. Yes, and rationality. And yeah. the most everyone, rational voice. Everyone so. under 55, like every six months, you remember that his, he still has a show on. And you're like, right. holy shit, that's still going, huh? Okay. He and you only re- remember he's... mil a year, dude. Like, it's yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, viewers uh, vote. <laughs> the only reason I ever know he still has a show is every three months, there will be a video trending where he's just like, Trans Muslims, and you're like, really? We're gonna do this? That's fucking crazy. It is. It is. His yeah. last special was called hashtag Adulting. I swear to oh, God. God, that was like this year. Oh my God! <laughs> Holy shit! Adulting. You're like sixty. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even a thing to. I was mad at adulting the phrase too. That was eight yeah. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag. Why is he? Adding yeah, he's doing a hashtag. It's also confusing. a decade late. He's putting a hashtag in his fucking. Hey, or, if if Bill Burke can still do jokes about flip phones in his movie, uh, I think Bill Maher is allowed to do uh, adulting oh, jokes. I guess. So Bill Burke and. You know, do them he, funny. He, he could, yeah, that's true. He could do it without smirking. <laughs> he can do it and make me laugh. Uh, yeah, I I see um, that there were two Drews um, that we have to thank. Oh yeah, <clears throat> one Drew, um, <laughs> Drew Barrymore, who you know Still doesn't know the strike is over. Does she not know? Has no one told her yet? She probably doesn't. No, it's like the Japanese soldiers they found like years after (laughs) the war. Still still waiting in a hole in the Philippines shooting at people. Except she's in a sound bath. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, good for her for, um, you know. Uh, deciding not to bring her show back. And then, of course, uh, Drew Carey, and for people who don't know this, it is an amazing thing. He was footing the bill uh, at, uh, what, at Swingers and... um, Bob's Big Boy, which I did. I ate ate at several times, courtesy of Drew Carey. Uh, And then I read that it was costing him 50K a week. I, yeah, I, th- I, I thought his total. I heard that his total tab was like between four and six hundred grand or something like that. Incredible. Oh, I think it's way. I think it's probably yeah. yeah it's that's it's gotta be more. Five, even. I think that was just at one of them. So there's. Probably, <laughs> oh you know, yeah. Was, yeah. He probably went into the millions. And then he even that. tweeted last night, like, "Go get one more before midnight." <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, "This is the best a good guy." guy. The time. Yeah. Yeah, he really is. No, it's he I mean, really. I had no idea that he was the coolest man in America, but. As soon as you I know, I feel like that Cush game show host job can go either way. You, where you can either get mm, a yes. Drew Carey or a Pat Sajak, and sure. it's like there's no like I've Pat Sajak heard, is. Yeah, I mean Drew Carey had a career before that, which probably yeah helps. he had a whole sitcom. I mean yeah. the he other part funny. of it too. Yeah, he was yeah. the other the part of it was too. Good. Was um, when you go there and you eat, you show your writers guild card. I the first time I was there, I I was like went to leave a tip, and they were like, oh no, no, no Drew. Basically, I think Drew tips him like thirty five percent. Oh my wow. god! Because they were like, they were like, he more than took. He was. They were basically like, whatever your tip's going to be, it's not as good as Drew Carey's tip. <laughs> so that I think he was like incredible. taking care of the place too. I've heard good things about him forever. I had a good friend of mine who uh, we'll just say would help him with party supplies. Balloons and confetti, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just the most generous coolest nicest guy to everyone i, I love say. that i like, like didn't do some crazy like tour where he told everybody i'm doing no, this shit only look at how much money yeah no he yeah i did it once and that was it he like let's out one tweet and that was it yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it's wild to me that, uh, that that job pays so well <laughs> like yeah. i mean you forget that it must be it must be bringing in so much money for him to like what is how much money does he make from wheel of fortune because that's one of those shows that no it's not no, it's, uh, price, price is right price is right like, those that's are the, the kind one. of shows where people are still sitting through the commercials during them so that's well yeah because they're dead <laughs> yeah. well he also <laughs> had his own sitcom that ran for eight years true syndicated. syndicated yeah and yeah i, I bet he saw 100 million dollars yeah. it was in syndication a long time i know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, god damn uh, but the other the thing that was funny to me about the other Drew was that like two months ago she posted a video of like herself like crying over rain and then people on Twitter were kind of like well this is kind of weird uh, and then it, they were like immediately <clears throat> shouted down by everybody who was like oh, Drew Barrymore had a terrible childhood how, <laughs> how dare you come for her she yeah. was in ET and then yeah, well, my childhood as, sucked, but I'm not in any fucking movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as she like became a scab, everybody was like, fuck her forever. Yeah. She sucks. Yeah, people started doing research on her mom also being yeah, a scab. Yeah, her grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy that like... Uh, we call that a Zoe Kazan. Yeah. Oh, dude. I did see a great Zoe Kazan tweet where she's like, I kind of resent the fact that we all, you know, have to come out of this uh, writer's strike with a spec script. And I was like, yeah, I feel that. That does. That is kind of a, you know, ridiculous thing. And then all the comments were just like, your dad was a snitch. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Was that her dad? Yeah. Or her grandfather. grandfather. Yeah. 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 Elliot Kazan. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know. Literally life ruiner. Yeah. 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 Literally ruined great. people's lives. Hey. I was, not a great guild member, guys. Not a great guild member. <laughs> not the best. <laughs> I was uh, I was listening to this podcast about. Um, it was a really like annoyingly detailed British podcast, but it was about this guy who worked for like a corporate uh, intelligence firm, and his job was infiltrating like the anti asbestos campaigners, uh, oh. like activist groups, um, like presumably on behalf of like shady. Kazakhstan yeah, a bit, billionaires who were, yeah. who were like exporting <laughs> asbestos and the, the intelligence firm was K2 and I'm like isn't that fucking Nick Kroll's brother <laughs> that, that, that runs oh, that oh yeah that's right <laughs> holy shit you cannot dig into any uh, billionaire's background without finding like two improv guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> you always find at least two improv guys in any Billionaire <laughs> security. Because who else can afford world. to do improv? Right, exactly. Yeah. The only people going to afford like fucking classes at Groundlings have you know dads who started the Pinkerton Agency. It just happened. Was that Uday or Kuse? Was the improv guy? <laughs> Uday teaches, teaches a one hundred and one UCB class. <laughs> Kuse was an ass cat. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, one brother just like tell a story, finds stray dogs to kill, and the other one he's kind of into improv. <laughs> oh, Which did more damage? Yes. That's true. <laughs> what is the greater evil? Well, Justin, we know you have to go, uh, and obviously, we thank you very much for coming on the show and letting people know that the strike is is one. Is the SAG strike over? No, it is not over. They yeah. are they they are still on strike. Uh, still have a lot of issues that are like very important to them. 
So, uh, yeah, their strike is not over. Still well, going. As a WGA member, will you be helping to write their picket picketing signs for them? <laughs> you know what's funny is when we went on strike, it was like our strike signs had a little space for writing stuff. And uh, when they went on strike, there was no space for writing anything. It was just, so it was, that was the You know what? <laughs> I can tell you when we went out, we had press for about one day when they went out. Right, like, exactly. <laughs> That's when the strike started is when they yeah. went out. Literally, reporters were like, out of the way, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colin Farrell, can you say something in Irish? <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh, – as soon as SAG – uh, join the strike it really i think was the turning point so i feel like uh you know i do, I do too i frankly i, I really do mm-hmm. yeah and um yeah so I, I i'm hoping that uh sag gets everything they want to because um that is a member of a guild that i could be if i wanted to i am sag eligible no big oh. deal but i i i know your mom's been in that for years <laughs> Listen, you motherfucker! I think you're calling. I think you're saying my my mom has saggy titties. Is that? I'm lying. No, I thought she was an actress. I don't like it. Yeah, acting like them titties ain't saggy. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. And not doing a very good job. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone have a turn. I don't fucking care. That's what she's a. Just the worst podcast. Just yeah. <laughs> sorry, Justin. I'm sorry, we had to meet this way. <laughs> well, it's a to meet you, James. How many jobs do you think you lose out on average every time you come on here? <laughs> <laughs> There's been a couple times, at least when I've come on here, where I've been afterwards. I've been like, should I? call them and ask them to take out that part. And then it never comes back to bite me in the ass. Knock on wood. Yeah. I'm always fine. So. Yeah, you know, they, they usually are nice enough anything. to say something worse right after. So. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat, like yeah, yeah. Whatever you say is outshined by the fact that one of us says a slur. So, you know, <laughs> people yeah, don't just, remember, you know. Being helpful like that. We could be yeah. an asset to any team. I don't right. know exactly. recognize it. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks um, for coming on. And, you, you know, uh, where can people find your work? You're now allowed to promote it, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, we just had a season of Harley Quinn air on HBO Max, the fourth season. Um, and we have... Uh, oh, it's well, weird. I didn't I didn't get a call about um, doing a voice on it. That's oh, strange. Well, that was because we didn't call you. Oh, but, okay. Right, right. That explains it. Yeah, that'll clear that up. Uh <laughs> But the, and we have uh, I'm SAG eligible. Watch Watch Abbott Elementary on Hulu and ABC. Great um, show, the best yeah, show. And uh, and that's it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on, bro. Thanks, yeah, thanks for coming Good on. Good to see you. Take care. Nice to meet you, James. You too, Justin. Take care. Bye. All right. So uh, now you know nice we got a. Guy. He is. He's a great guy. Let's talk shit now. We got to bust out <laughs> some content now, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Let's let's. But now let's now let's do the other side of the strike. Here's why we're against <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. it. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing to me? Uh, Writers, <laughs> they don't need no money from his yacht, David Zaslav. He. <laughs> yeah, David Zaslav coming into us live from Choking <laughs> yeah, Puppy. He shows up. Oh uh, yeah, but no, that's true. Wouldn't now we do need cheaper content. to get to, you know a hundred monkeys typing on a typewriter. That's, that's what I'm saying. Get one hundred monkeys using Chat GPT. One yeah, of them the, is put the Neuralink in their head. Put the Neuralink in. Eventually, they'll write the wire. 
Yeah. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, all right. So I do have some content to share with you guys. Uh, wonderful. Um, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to Rob Schneider on... Uh, Always. On Twitter. Who hasn't? But uh, like every time he tweets, like, it seems like once... Um, the cool people decide they don't like uh, like an actor or uh, a famous person. Yeah, like a lot of them uh-huh. just completely make that their personality, and there's really, it's just like a a, a really uh, quick road to being a total reactionary. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if the reactionary came first with Rob Schneider or if it's so uh, hard to tell people yelling at him on Twitter became his personality. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember what happened. I don't have an origin story for when it started. And so it's like, he just saw people going right for easy money and was like, I don't have any talent. Right. That. (laughs) Yeah. But he knows Adam Sandler. Like he could live, he could live off that guy for the rest of his life. But I think he was just like, Maybe Sandman's pumped the brakes on him a little bit. Oh, 100%. But what came first? Pumping? Maybe he pumped the brakes on him first, and then he's like, well, fuck it. He's the only thing keeping me from going Nazi. So, Well, Jim Brewer did this first, right? Or did Brewer do it after? Uh, Well, because Jim Brewer started doing it, I think... I don't know. Jim I Brewer think you did it, but I don't was, think Jim Brewer is as web savvy as uh, Rob Schneider. So, like, most yeah. of the stuff about Jim Brewer came from like people recording stand up right. sets. That, like, right. And then, and like, him, it was during the Vax like uh, rollout that I was like, oh, Jim Brewer's insane. Okay. Um, <laughs> because that's when he started, like, you know, doing videos where he was just like, I'm not putting oh, that thing yeah, in my fucking body. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, the open like question. Bird. For me, it was always like, so annoying. who is, uh, like, what's Rob Schneider going to do for, for work now? And I actually found out yesterday mm-hmm. uh, by way of a promotional email that I got. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, today, Mill Creek Entertainment announces the release of the Rob Schneider family-friendly comedy, Daddy Daughter Trip, coming to DVD and digital on December 5th, 2023. DVD? Mm-hmm. And good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Daddy Daughter Trip tells the story of Larry Buble, an ambitious yet broke inventor, struggling to keep his family eating and sleeping indoors. Okay, when he's he casts himself as an inventor. <laughs> hey, Buble, it's funny name. That's yeah, great. when he promises, well, that, well, funny job. You'll mm-hmm. see why in a second. When he promises his eight-year-old daughter the spring break vacation of a lifetime, he is forced to get more inventive than ever before. 
suitable for the whole family, including ages six to twelve. The family it's comedy. The whole family wait, 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 wait. including yeah, yeah. The whole family was, you know, get, getting Kicked a settlement a check from the government because of lead poisoning. <laughs> suitable for the whole family with a cork in their brain. Real testimony. We loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. It was here. It was fun. <laughs> Moving pictures. <laughs> the picture moved. The, the family comedy. They're late with my check this week. <laughs> the family comedy is peppered with special appearances from your favorite comedians, including Lisa Lasau or Lisso. Or sorry, mm-hmm. no, Jamie Lisso. Jim Jeffries and Lisa Lampanelli. Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries is great. I don't know how that happened. Plus cameos from Felipe Esparza and Rob's other daughters, Madeline Schneider and musician L. King, as well as Canadian pop musician Michael Bublé. Okay. Uh, Okay. 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 So he's gonna factor into it. Yeah, wait, so the main character's last name is Blue Blay, right? Yeah, so they just stepped on that joke. Uh, Yeah, apparently. Description. I so mean, he's there's got to be a wink, up. wink joke, joke about that in there, right? Yeah, he obviously. Shows up at the end, and he's like, "Yeah, my cousin," and he sings a song about the mm-hmm. jab <laughs> <laughs> with his shitty vibrato ouchie, and a piano. Yeah. Uh, so this is like his version of "You Are So Not Invited to My Bar Mitzvah." That's what yeah, he's doing. I he was like, so. "Well, I can do a I daddy-daughter do movie." That's right. Uh, what do what, uh, people like? Kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, last year, the film had a limited theatrical run across the United States and Mexico, opening first in 17 theaters throughout the state of Arizona. Where wait, just one state, wait, wait, wait. just one state. Wait. He did Multiple. the Arizona deal. Yeah, <laughs> where 100 percent of the principal photography took place. Just Good. Flex, they just but... they just walked it to the studios, <laughs> yeah. to the theaters. Yeah. They shot hey, could you put this in instead of Avatar: Way of the Water? <laughs> just put this in. <laughs> Let them see, see how long before they're like, "Hey, this is not Avatar: Way of Water." I'll do it, okay? Making copies. Now put it in. Come on. I'll put it in, yeah. <laughs> the film grossed over 300K. Daddy Daughter Trip is directed by and stars Rob Schneider alongside real-life family members Miranda Scarlett Schneider and Patricia Maya Schneider. Also starring in the film are John Cleese, Jackie Sandler, Monica Huarte, okay. Miguel Angel Munoz, Gavin Guerrero, and Dana Min Goodman. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have to watch this. I, yeah, I kind of feel like we have to watch this. No, I asked for a screener already. Uh, <laughs> a true family-friendly film containing no swearing and flooded with childlike humor, which is sure to make the kids giggle their tails off. Childlike humor? <laughs> they say I that? Like my, I like my child's tail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm We're sorry. We're his target demo. Our whole family has tails. <laughs> you, they wrote childlike humor in the uh-huh. promo? Yep, yep, yep. As yep. opposed to just like... Family friendly. friendly or child. Yeah. Well, they already child, said like, you know, fart jokes, you know, Listen. the keys are jingling sometimes. I don't want to get too inside baseball here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as a copywriter, you know, they just said family friendly film in the same sentence. You can't mm-hmm. say child friendly like two clauses later. That would yeah. be fucking well. weird. Uh, Daddy Daughter Trip will be available to own on DVD and digital December 5th, 2023. <clears throat> So, just just putting that in the Google calendar, December. Mm -hmm, Yeah. (laughs) 
Daddy, oh, not daddy him. daycare. Yeah, <laughs> not not girls trip or Euro trip or family vacation. Daddy daughter trip. Daddy daughter. Um. So I mean, I'm glad to hear that. Like the Schneider kids and the Sandler kids are not beefing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's nice huge for me. Yeah, I. You don't I wonder, want that to affect them. Like, how much do you have to? Because I feel like people are going to see this and ask questions about, like, you know, Jim Jeffries and uh, and whoever well, else is in there, Lisa Lampanelli. <clears throat> like, I don't know. How how much thought, do you... I, I thought Lampanelli was, like, completely done with show business. What? Yeah, I didn't know Lampanelli was still around. She doesn't do stand-up no more, I thought. She came, yeah. out, she came back for this? I mean, you know, I think if you get that call from Rob Schneider... TV's Rob. Yeah. And he says, hey, do you want to do a movie? You say yes. You know? <laughs> back end, baby. Yeah, okay. Putting the you weight back you on say and saying the yeah. slur. You say, oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean, do I want my career back? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking, okie doke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, listen, I do. We it sounds to me like we don't know whether or not this movie is inherently yeah. political. Well, we don't know. It doesn't, if it's good. Seem, doesn't seem like it's it, not like, it's knows. not like daddy daughter trip, you know, to the Wuhan lab or whatever, right. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, one, though. that's <laughs> but, the idea, Matt, though. That's I mean, the million dollar idea. Hey, listen, I'll pitch it. Um, but yeah, so if it's just a movie that's just like a, a kid's straight to DVD kids movie, then, you know, yeah. if I'm Jim Jeffries and I'm like, you know, I like Hitler's paintings. <laughs> <laughs> they were good. It it's was a different. good building. Yeah. Yeah, it's good shadows on those buildings. He yeah. did the windows. A perfect castle. I want to see a magic. You know, castle. those Jews didn't let him in the class. <laughs> okay, the problem. Now we're just talking about the paintings. Yeah, these Jews didn't let him in the art class. And then he was like, OK, I was now it's time for war. That's what happened. Yeah. So, so what else? I mean, we'll have to see that and check yeah. it out. We what else is it. happening in the world? Well, we got a hot trend piece. Ooh. You know, you, we love a we love a trend piece. We love um, a hot, sexy trend piece. You know what the the latest trend piece is? This is from the Daily Beast. Mm. Uh, it's Money. called. <laughs> <laughs> it's called how micro cheating could kill your relationship. Micro cheating. That's right. Micro cheating. Yeah, so it's like different just, than emotional cheating. Yeah, it's when you like microdose the pussy. You <laughs> 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 to give it a little. Mm. This is like when Jimmy Carter was uh, lustful in his mind, and uh, yeah, or lust. He was lust in his heart. heart. That's right. I don't remember that. Jimmy Carter got. He was. He had he to ch- admit that he did in a he did a Playboy interview, and uh, I think they were like, "Hey, this is in Playboy. Could you say something, you know, like sexually uh, cool?" And yeah, like, say something I'd, cool. I've definitely had lust in my heart. I think it was like the Jimmy Carter equivalent of uh, yeah, but I did not inhale. Oh, okay. So he got in trouble for that, for having lust in his heart? He's like, I, I masturbated to her when she sang Happy Birthday, <clears throat> Mr. President. Yeah. Damn, that's how far we've fallen since JFK. <laughs> I think it was more like everybody clowned him months. for it, because it was like a failed attempt at sounding cool, much like oh, I did not okay. inhale. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, Ari Paez, 29, had been dating her boyfriend Jake, not his real name, for about six months, but had increasingly grown suspicious of his interactions with his ex-girlfriend. I would see her name pop up on his phone quite often, she says. At first, I was a little sketched out, so I snooped on his phone, but it all seemed very friendly. 
Healthy. The messages weren't really flirtatious, so I tried to be the cool girl and be like, some people are friends with their ex. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some, trying some to be are. the cool girl. Some of yeah, them are yeah. you fucking psycho snoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking relationship is doomed. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you doomed, doomed it yourself. Yeah, you day. missed the more obvious sign there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but the uneasy feeling in her stomach that something was awry only continued to grow when Jake and his ex would go on trips together. Okay. All right. Well, now we're a little bit. Okay. That's something that doesn't else. sound like micro. Okay. That That's sounds macro. like that's, yeah, that's regular. Right. Yeah. And also, how long were they together for, though? That's the other question, My I guess. My girlfriend I've lived with for six years were too broke to take a vacation together. I would love yeah. to micro yeah. <laughs> with my, the woman I love. Yeah. The fucker's going on vacation with his ex? Yeah. Fuck this guy. Look, I'm going on vacation <laughs> with my ex, but it's only because you can't afford it. That's right. Not really, that's nothing against you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mad at this guy on a class level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There would always be a third person with them, so I told myself they are just a group of friends, she said. Finally, she confronted him about whether there was someone else. That third person? Jimmy Carter. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Lusting his heart. Still alive. Still lustful. Still Lots lustful after all these years. <laughs> he tried to reassure me and say, no, no, it's fine. But about a month later, I got a message from him saying, I am so sorry, but there is someone in my life right now. He didn't say who it was, but I knew who it was. So that was cheating. That's yeah. just cheating. Where's micro? Yeah. The, <laughs> what's the micro part? Is that you mean at the beginning of the cheating, you just you're you're only having an emotional affair and then yeah, you have foreplay. an affair? Yeah. yeah that's just yeah, the beginnings don't need of new words for things. Right. You didn't have, have to add for. a fucking like, thing. This is fine. I thought I meant like liking too many big titty ladies on Instagram oh, or something. We're getting to that. Oh, okay. Uh, Pius had been the victim of micro-cheating. Jake had not been sleeping with anyone else, but his constant communications with his ex-girlfriend had essentially helped derail his current relationship. Yeah, it's called an emotional affair. We've, we've yeah, yeah. This is a thing that has existed. Go ahead. Long time. Yeah. Uh, Australian psychologist Melanie Schilling first coined the term micro-cheating around 2017. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you oh. for coining a term. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hate people coin terms. I just coined a new, I'm coining a new term for basketball. They're called a whoopsie, whoopsie rounds. Whoopsie rounds. <laughs> Go okay. blump, blump. It's a new thing. It's not yeah. called dribbling. It's called blump, blumping. I thought the crash of the tech industry would save us from uh, new words <laughs> that are just shittier versions of old words. No, but we all discovered the fucking code of it, which is that like you can get other people to say your new shitty word. And so that yeah. becomes. A oh, we're thing. onboarding uh, so, uh, some people. <laughs> this no, no, you're fucking hiring. You're, hiring you're not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not yeah. calendarizing. You're just scheduling. You're scheduling shit. Calendarizing. Uh, you're not However, pinging micro- me, you're emailing me. Fuck <laughs> Micro-cheating could be lying about your relationship status, liking a provocative photo on social media, giving oh. your phone number to someone who you are attracted to, taking off your yes. wedding ring when you're out, flirting with the person you meet at a bar, or keeping in constant communication with an old flame. Or fucking someone. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like those are all like very a different levels. World, of, uh... tra- <laughs> a world-traveling romance. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. You know... <laughs> Or a three that nights in text. the city of light. <laughs> yeah, either you one. Could, you could either be liking a random thoughts picture on Instagram or going on vacations with your ex girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, like, right. ah, I feel like yeah. there's a lot that's of a, fucking right. Space. Yeah. yeah, I don't think uh, Claudia is micro. Yeah. <laughs> Claudia Diano, a licensed marriage and family therapist and the author of The Seven Destinies of Love, 
says she defines micro-cheating with her clients as, quote, a boundary crossing that negatively impacts the fidelity or trust in a relationship. Mm. Mm. Mm, boundaries, good. Set boundaries. <laughs> Put walls up. Good walls oh, for mental where? health. Wellness. <laughs> but when my surfer girl wants to dress like a whore and I get mad, <laughs> all of a sudden I'm bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Your friend. She she goes surfing and she goes swimming in swim clothes, which uh, is very much a yeah, boundary yeah. for me. That's a boundary for me. Uh, that is not clean. Surfing with men, powerful. talking yeah. with men, in the room ocean, next to men. The ocean, she is a... She's a lady, Mother Ocean. That's a lesbian relationship. Yeah, yeah. She's going out. It's, in it, it's wet. It's wet. Like a woman. Huh? Like a woman's pussy. I've heard. <laughs> We've reached the part of the show where Matt accidentally makes himself horny. Oh, I know. Women's pussy is wet. Women's The blood goes back into the stress part of my brain. (laughs) Fuck! I just came stress into my brain. (laughs) Uh, That's called a microgasm. (laughs) Just microgasm. With this new buzz term running around, we are all wondering if we are micro cheaters. Diano said. Okay. But I think well, when you were being that you have not really defined it, how can yeah, you right. know? Being that it's so broad, it's that's what would anything. happen. Yeah. It's almost like why you did it. Yeah. Oh. Fuck you. Calling, calling an actress good looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, exactly. Like, or uh, running a train on yeah. your girlfriend's <laughs> yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Lee Phillips, psychotherapist and certified sex and couples therapist. What is that one word or two words? A psychotherapist? Yeah. One word. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> says it is important for couples to have a clear conversation from the start about what they define as cheating because it differs for each person. Yeah, that's a good that's a good start to any relationship, I think. What do you think in your mind? Like what's cheating to you? Yeah, I like to say like, that on the first date and then see if they ever want to talk to me again. I just want to know. First of all, obviously, where'd you go to school? Where'd you grow up? Whatever. What is what cheating? Like cheating? Like is it cheating cheating to like have sex with lady? What or is it, cheesy? What if you pay them? Exactly. <laughs> is it really cheating if they're not in love with you? There's no emotion involved if you're exactly. paying. Exactly. It's just it's never, basically masturbation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So many couples. I don't love have... anything. <laughs> I don't love nothing. So you don't have to worry about me falling in love with other ladies, including I'm, you even. I am incapable of love. I've never yeah, felt so it before. Safe. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're fun- like when I'm having sex with other ladies, I don't even view them as human. So in a way it's masturbation, which is oh what that's illegal? What are we living in fucking, you know, Victorian England? Thank you. And you if know? I ever do fall in love, it'll probably be with you. And yeah. if you fall in love, I'll probably do something crazy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like, like, real. Like if it happens, fucking, it'll be scary. It'll, you'll, you're going to be afraid. <laughs> so, but I've so, never felt. I've never been there. Feelings so. yeah. for anyone else, ever. So okay. Want, so Froyo after this? I'm very transactional. I killed a guy one time. You should know that oh, about no. me. And I was like shocked because I was like, I'm still hungry. 
I felt nothing. Much and like so this. I ate. And later on, I was like, that was weird. I killed a whole guy and I still had a sandwich. Is so that my a micro murder? Is that yeah? So is that is that is it cheating when I kill a guy? So, officer, it was only a micro crime. Yeah. I just wanted to kill him just to see if it felt good. I just don't see why oh, I'm in trouble if I don't I didn't care. Do anything. Right. So many couples come in to see me and there has been cheating. And I say to them, did you ever discuss the definition of cheating and what it means to you? And most of them say, no, we never did that. Well, yeah, I, no. did, and he, I did. And he said, it depends on what your definition of is. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. and I was yeah. like, Let's get married. And He's, have a he, stuck a, <laughs> he stuck a cigar in my pussy. And I was like, this is fine. I often think if they had had that conversation, they probably wouldn't be sitting in front of me. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. You're saying if they had had the discussion of whether or not what's cheating, then they wouldn't By have your cheated. Parameters that you're right, into. right. Because most men, when they cheat and afterwards they get caught and then they go to therapy, they're like, how was I to know that that yeah. when I had sex with that lady... Yeah. That that was against the rules. Yeah, yeah. In the, in, the, in, the, in the therapy community, it's called a Costanza. Yeah. 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 I had a friend who would wake up in the middle of the night and her partner would be on his laptop. And one night she got up and put his laptop to, and he put his laptop down quickly. So the next day she asked him, what were you looking at on your laptop? And he said he was watching porn. But when she asked him what type of porn, he wasn't sure he wanted to tell her, Philip says. Mm. It turns out he had a thing for women in cheetah yoga pants. So she went out and got a pair of these cheetah that, yoga pants. Is that cheetah? Yeah. <laughs> That's micro cheetah. <laughs> this guy got so confused. He's like, yeah. well, I'm allowed to look at cheetah, right? I'm sorry. What, what is, is the this? definition of cheetah to you? <laughs> cheetah to me is animal fur. A cheetah to me runs fast. Cheetah to me get, sells me Cheetos. It cheetah He's to like you. Chester, it's like a Chester Cheetah porn. Yeah. Like what happened to my life? This therapist cheated to her with flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> so she went out and got a pair of these Cheetah yoga pants. And when he came home, she had them on and it turned him on and they had great sex. If you approach these things with curiosity and not judgment, they can actually help strengthen your connection. Yeah. Oh, shit. How much for, how much for that? Yeah. Wonderful advice, doctor. <laughs> if you talk about the things you're attracted to with your spouse, then maybe it'll work out good for you. Okay. We'll try he, it. He says, while it is hard to predict how widespread micro-cheating is, I'm calling it that. What it, the, the last thing wasn't even an example of it. It's hard to predict how widespread this thing we haven't defined. Is. Right, exactly. This, this thing with just unlimited made parameters. I, it's, hard to, it's hard to tell how many of them there are. Yeah. yeah. Cheaters, after all, aren't the most honest about their actions, even on surveys. He says he has noticed a big increase of micro-cheating and full-on infidelity coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm, yeah. Mm. Maybe the, uh, vaxxed. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing. The vax will make you not lie on surveys. That's why mm -hmm. this you, is Bill Australia? Gates Bill Gates put the microchip in so that you would oh, stop yeah, lying yeah. on surveys. <laughs> Caroline Madden, they they quoted a wide variety of experts in this. I oh, good. Props oh. for that. 
Caroline Dr. Madden. Phil, Dr. Oz, Dr. Demento. Dr. Octopus. Duck Ock for short. Caroline Madden, a marriage therapist from California, told the swaddle that the pandemic gave people pause to see what they were getting out of their relationship and what validation they were receiving from outside sources. Since the pandemic started, I have many clients confide in me that they are surprised at how much they miss certain coworkers. It turns Mm. out that the special friend at the office was acting as a Band-Aid on a bad marriage by meeting their needs for respect, appreciation, and emotional connection. I would like to meet these people who uh, are getting... Yeah, yeah, who miss their co-workers, (laughs) you just fucking psychos. And also, like... That's what the strike was about. That's why they had to end that. Yeah, they're like, everyone misses fucking. Um, No, (laughs) the, the idea that, like, that... This is what they're they're pulling from, like, oh, you know, like a, a, out of the pandemic. It turns out that people, you know, they really missed their coworkers. It's like, yeah, they they missed seeing people, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another yeah. human being. Turns out was, that was an important need that was being yeah, filled yeah, by yeah. having it's, interactions. Yeah, they're like, no, there's uh, something deeper about the relationship going on here. Yeah, humans need interaction. It's a whole I'm thing. I'm a scientist, and I discovered this new thing called. Um, <laughs> Social macro interaction. And your Uh, kids could be doing that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kids are getting lonely. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. For Ari Paez, her experience with her ex has made her more open with her current boyfriend of two years, Tom Tom McBrearty. I have been micro That's micro-cheated. a real name. Hi, That's I'm a real name. Tom McBeardy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my friend, Mario Mustachio. <laughs> Sometimes I see a bellissima lady, but then I think about my wife. <laughs> I do a heart on Ana de Armas and people go crazy. They say I micro-cheat. But who does not do a heart on Ana de Armas? Sometimes I get so excited, I accidentally press the button twice. Yes. Suddenly there is a heart. Uh, yes, I, I comment the short tits every time I see Sydney Sweeney posts. A big deal. I want to show the tits. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm a bad guy. It's like we can't, uh, we can't uh, even admire beauty anymore. We can't admire the beauty of young women with a big cheeks And our penis out. <laughs> I have been micro cheated on and I've also been fully cheated on. So being completely honest about your exes is a big thing for me, she said. Mm-hmm. McBreerty, 30, told the Daily Beast that meant being honest with Piaz about a past relationship where he may not have technically micro cheated, but admits to <laughs> lying to an ex girlfriend who he couldn't break up with. I want all these people dead. I don't know any. I got no information out of that sentence. It wasn't technically micro cheating, <laughs> but what was it? What did he say? A, he got off on a micro technicality. It sounds like. It's, but what was what? There was there was no emotional cheating with me and anyone else, but there was a lack of emotional depth between me and my partner oh at my the time. God. He said, "I was being dishonest. I was inventing work for myself to do." I was Sounds the head like of, literally what you're doing now. Go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to like this part. I was the head of growth for this company, and I quite literally developed a foreign work program getting engineers and back office workers in Serbia to do work for us in off hours so I would have something to do overnight and on paper to save the company money. Oh, man. <laughs> Fellas, you ever get so horny that you outsource Fellas. some jobs to Serbia? That Ladies, is... take a break. I'm talking to the fellas right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. ever... <laughs> Y'all ever get so lonely 
that you take all your work and give it to a task rabbit so that you can figure out what cheating is. Uh, but it did not. Not to save the company money. That was a happy coincidence. I did it to give myself something to do in the evening so I could avoid intimacy with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is. It sounds like a guy that give definitely her has Why used can't she make a little the scratch? word. <laughs> this guy has definitely <laughs> used the word onboarding before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Both oh. Piaz and McBrady say they're also assuming that she wanted to be intimate with him all the time. Like I think that's right. a, bit, a little yeah. bit of an ego on him. Oh, She's trying I, to have sex with me. I'm just trying to get some workers from Serbia oh, to do my. Sorry, I, I wish I could have sex with you right now. She's just like literally <laughs> just shaving her pussy, <laughs> cutting her toenails. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's I know work. you want to fuck, and I can't. <laughs> Why don't you go to India or something? Oh, yeah. God. Chatting with my Serbian friends. Yeah. Uh, both Piaz and McBrady say their experiences in their past relationships have taught them to be completely honest with each other. We are extremely transparent with not. each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But a thousand dollars, they are lying more now, right now. <laughs> than they yeah. ever have. It oh. sounds cliched, but we are each other's best friend. McBrady oh boy, there said. it is. Yeah. She knows pretty much everything I am doing. Even if it's we true, you don't it. say that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you, five? Yeah. <laughs> she knows pretty much everything I'm doing because we talk about it. That helps preclude any paranoia about micro-cheating. I love that. She knows like literally where I am at all times yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's the foundation of a healthy relationship. Yeah, she had a tracker can... implanted in me and we've never been uh-huh. stronger. Yeah. The best relationship I, advice I ever got was trust but verify. And so that is what she does. And now yeah. I have an honest relationship because if I am dishonest, she will know. Yeah, we run our relationship like a business, and that yeah. business is Amazon. And I'm like a worker in the factory, and yeah. she times my piece and has a tracker on me, but our love has never been stronger. Never been stronger, ever. I've never felt more in love. I read about this new thing. It's called micro Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> it's like kind of like being kidnapped, but you're in love. Yeah. Pretty sure it's new. Yeah, it's new. I invented it. I coined it. Mm. Well, that's an amazing. That's a, it. Was a good story. That's um, a great story. I'm glad to know that there's a word for um, everything. I'm just glad love is real. I'm glad we're codifying every single possible yeah. social interaction right. we could yeah. possibly and labeling have. it in every. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I want to see yeah. an org chart mm. of every type of like social situation yeah. that exists and i want to know all the mystery and nuance mm-hmm. and beauty of life to be uh choked to death slowly yes online in real time yes. yeah i used to be obsessed with that show uh i think it was called the pickup artist on oh. uh and oh, it had past. that guy that guy mystery mystery, mystery yeah, with yeah. his hat with the goggles on it yeah and like the thing that was fascinating to me about that guy was that he had exactly a rape like, van, and no one called it that. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, exactly like you said. He had developed uh, like corporate yeah. jargon for every single type of like fr- flirtatious interaction, right? And yeah. it was like Psycho it was shit. like applying it was applying like hustle grind set rules to uh, it, the, pick exactly. up chicks. Yes, yeah. And so I was like, oh, dude, if you're not out there like opening sets and keno escalating and, uh, and right, right, demonstrating right. higher value, then you're not really uh, maximizing yeah. your bar. Also, time. be in the moment. 
Yeah, yeah right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, be yourself and natural. But and, uh, also, the opposite of yourself in every single possible way. Always be closing. I, oh, yeah, I did not realize that, like, that was going to become like all of society yeah yeah yeah, that's so true it didn't crazy like he seems light and fun now compared to where that went oh yeah yeah Yeah. like murder these women yeah (laughs) yeah it is weird that is that is what happened people took that and rather than learning from it which is like the important lesson of the game is that like well what kind of people does this sort of like codification and like um i don't know like this organizational structure this informational type of like video like what kind of person does it turn you into and then lesson being like oh well so this is bad for multiple reasons and the big reason is that it, it attracts a lot of uh lonely people and convinces them that the problem is is they deserve more (laughs) from everyone else in the world. Not that they, you know, hey, that sometimes interaction is hard and you you find the people who who vibe with you. Enough like a telemarketing sales pitch. Right, right, exactly. And so instead of learning that like, oh, okay, so this is, uh, maybe maybe it is a mistake to believe you deserve uh, this type of interaction with this type of people, (laughs) you know, hot women or whatever. Instead, everyone is just like, no, I deserve to micromanage every single type of friendship that I have, including like, you know, setting boundaries with best friends about how I don't really want to hear about how their mom is dying because that's trauma dumping. Right, and it's right. you know like like psycho shit. They've turned us all into narcs on ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. And they've they've made you know us all is? feel like, like justified in doing psycho things. You know what part of this I think is? I, I feel like um, now that all of our social interactions like live online yeah. permanently, right? Um, and that they can always be used against you. Like there's sort of this uh it's like you're living your entire life with an hr rep uh hanging yes. over your shoulder and yeah. so when we like interact with each other we're like trying to apply the company handbook rules <laughs> yes. to uh every single human interaction where it's like okay this uh this micro cheating that is against uh company policy and right yeah, yeah, yeah get you written up for that this is uh this is gaslighting uh that's another bullet point in there and, yes uh, i love that yeah we all have like tiktok hr in our brain telling us uh when yeah. our interactions oh, that's a with friends sorry yeah interactions with friends are problematic and uh yeah i mean the thing is 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 for me it's always about like who's actually doing this you know, in real life and not, and, and who's doing and it not, online. Cause there are people who do it online trend piece. Right. Well, there are people who do it online who, uh, you like who I will know interpersonally. And I'm like, okay, they're doing this kind of like HR. It's a front for the fact that they don't want to be called in by HR. Um, <laughs> but it's when it's the people that you meet in real life who talk like that, that's yeah. when I'm like, oh fuck! Like there was uh, yeah, someone was telling me my uh, Francesca did a a show recently, and uh, while another comedian was on stage, there was this uh, guy in the front row who was not enjoying himself. Um, he was like a a, a young uh, black gay guy from it was a West Hollywood show, and he was had his arms crossed. And then uh, this comedian did a joke that everyone laughed at, but he went, Ugh, 
yikes. <laughs> and all alone. I could think of alone, yeah, he went alone. Like, I'm, I'm calling this for the room. Yes, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. uh guys, I'm determining this is a big yikes. <laughs> like yeah. like when you deputize yourself as the HR guy the in yiker. real life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like you're legitimately there's something wrong with you. Yeah. That's that's always the you're fear for me. You're fucking narcissist. Yes, it's it's a huge yeah, huge narcissism. Yeah, that's a real word. That's been around a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That actually, you know, (laughs) was not coined in 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 2015 (laughs) by BuzzFeed. (laughs) Yeah. Oh God, it is just like I when I see someone doing that stuff in real life is when I'm like, run. That's yeah. 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 I was at a show and I saw a woman whose sister killed herself do a joke about suicide, and someone else in the audience ran at the stage at her because she was like don't joke no trigger. about suicide and she's like i'm talking about my fucking sister su- get the fuck out of here psycho psycho leave a comedy show if yeah you, leave if you, no offense but like you're not required by law to be here yeah exactly but, think, <laughs> but yeah i think that's just another way that we have to ascribe like a moral dimension to people that are just being yeah. annoying like if yes. it, like it's one thing and everyone's losing their mind i get it I yeah. right like you can't you can't trust your own brain to think that someone is a poser you have to be like oh well that's appropriation of some kind and you're like, right. right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i think we can all just you know use yeah. our gut level uh you know sense of when someone's being an annoying poser right, right. yeah and and you know you don't necessarily have to hate them. Uh, no, I mean you uh, can dislike them for purely uh, personal idiosyncratic <laughs> reasons, and that's but, okay. Uh, the most reactionary part about me is that if you are that person who moralizes everything and makes uh, a you know whether it's a political reason or whatever a reason why your intense hatred of someone else is okay. Yeah. then I automatically hate you. <laughs> and well, it's because these people also have no ideology beyond themselves. Right. They are, these are yes. also the same people who, like you said, would defend Drew Barrymore being a scab because right. she had a rough childhood. And I'm like, yeah. okay, do you really have do you really have an ideology towards for anything? Or is this all just, you know, excuses to Right. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah, that's what it feels like to me. It feels like that the it's um it's having an in. It's having a, a. It's finding a loophole to be to to display like anti-social behavior. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. like, well, it's not anti-social. Actually, it's it's, the right uh, it's me. It's me doing the right thing and being allied with the right cause. And that's where I'm like, when you're working to find the loophole for you to do yeah. the psycho shit, that's when I'm like, I, I, I don't trust it's you. Like, I don't trust the cause. You. The cause is you. Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> yeah. The worst oh, thing was uh, the, the the joke that the guy did. What it wasn't like, uh, you know, it wasn't a problematic joke. It was something about like uh, he uh, he was making fun of what he was wearing. It was something like really like <laughs> something. It's something really innocuous. And the guy just was like, that's a big yikes from me. And I was just like, what the fuck? That is the craziest. That's the craziest type of uh, hackle. Is when s- includes fashion police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Well, 
you know, I just got to say before we go, you guys now have something uh, to work for towards, mm-hmm. um, work towards, um, because the Golden Globes are adding new categories, and one of yes. them is for best TV stand-up comedian. Oh, that is that's nice. Right. That's nice to know right. that. Can't wait to see the new names that'll be on that list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, just the same over and over again. But it's good to know that uh, a lot of bar shows in LA will now have uh, Golden Globe nominees. <laughs> yeah, members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Yeah, you can do the show where you get electrocuted if you joke bomb. You guys got to start inviting. You guys got to start inviting members of the the HFPA and mm-hmm. like throwing them. Some sort of that's big right. mixer before your show. That's right. That's, they love to be wine and dine. That's their whole thing. Wine and dine me. We'll give you that little Goldie Globe. <laughs> I can't wait to get screeners of people's Seth Meyers sets. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kill me. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's exactly what's going to happen. One new category, Best Cinematic and Box Office Achievement, will include eight nominees chosen, quote, from well, among the year's highest earning and more oh, and or most great. viewed films. Oh, more money. Have, uh, yeah. What <laughs> best so money movie? This is an art award? This is an art Best box. More specifically. not even trying anymore. Yeah. Films will be eligible, quote, if they achieve. Blockbuster awards. Literally, that's what it is. Don't look at what box office is, because that's what we reveal. If they achieve a box office receipt total of $150 million, of which $100 million must come from the U.S. domestic box office, and or obtain commensurate digital streaming viewership recognized by trusted industry sources. You gotta be trusted industry sources. Golden Globes are like the least legit. Like, is this yes. trying to just be like... This is them trying to legitimize. It's run by the mafia, essentially, right? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not 100%. even much of a stretch to say. Uh, Golden Globes voters will then determine the nominees and winner based on excellence. Uh, oh, another- good. Thank God excellence is one of the metrics. <laughs> <laughs> Another new category, best performance in stand-up comedy on tele- on television, aka best stand-up comedian on television, will recognize six nominees who gave quote traditional stand-up comedy performances of at least thirty minutes, other than roles in television oh, okay. series, limited series, anthology series, or motion pictures made for television. Okay, so uh, so, so it's got to be like viral speech moments with this. Yes, so it's got to be a thirty-minute set, which. Uh, Okay, so this does that cuts out half of LA. Yeah, that cuts out most of it. Uh, but it also d- is it thirty minutes plus commercials because a lot of those, uh, you know, Comedy Central presents they got commercials in between. They're twenty one minutes altogether. So uh, I just want to know which of my friends I'm going to be jealous of. <laughs> I'm kind of sad that they're not including like someone's six minute set. I wish, Conan. That honestly, that would be fucking great. Um, who's like who's hot five who, the hottest hot five oh, dude they should do best tiktok clip <laughs> the, now we're including all we're not just including the jokes but how many camera angles i want to see captions uh if <laughs> if fat lady was told to shut her fucking mouth uh if uh best karen video yeah best yeah karen video yeah if lady and audience drew picture of comedian gave to them in middle of set uh, this is all just Matt Reif winning every award. <laughs> what is Best the deal with Alley him? fight that you that just came into your feed? Yeah. <laughs> 
I feel like I I heard that name like a couple times. He's uh, he's a, he was Twitter. a guy. He was on um uh what is it? Uh, Wild and Out. He was talented. he was where he was, all the greats started. Where all the greats mm-hmm. started. He was yeah. a, a Wild and Out. Was he Wild or Out? I he never was watched both. it. He was the most wild and out. Yeah, wild and out. So it's a the gay two... guy and a, and a crazy guy. That's right. And then Nick okay. Cannon, of course. Oh. Um, okay. And uh, he, yeah. So he started out there, which is essentially an improv show, mm-hmm. and then uh, he started doing clips, uh, like stand-up clips, on like TikTok, and became like the biggest TikTok clip guy. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, he's and he he's abs. he's huge he's gigantic and my favorite thing about him is that his promotional material is just how hot he is <laughs> so it's just like him shirtless holding a microphone and he's just yeah. and it's like Are you guys ready for a barrel of laughs yeah. check out my new special cum gutters <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah oh man i love it i love it when a guy is uh hot that's always funny. I like when I like just I just like that you need to be hot in comedy now. Yeah, no, thank God. Sorry, you know I mean? trolls, you had it too good for too long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get under that bridge again. That's where you belong. Yeah. Well, I think that's been a pod. Yeah, pod it's been a pod. You ask me. Yeah, it's it's yeah. been a pod like experience. Sure. Uh, James Fritz, always yeah. a pleasure to have you on. Where can people find you? You can find me at Fritz is dead on. Twitter, Twitter, see, um, and everywhere. I think that's pretty much it. James Fritz comic for any info and blah blah blah. Buy an album, la di da. Check <laughs> out me all money. those. I need a job. Bye. Yes, uh, <laughs> James Fritz uh, is you. You are uh, earnestly one of my favorite comedians to watch do stand up. Like you are, you're just fucking hilarious every time, well, and. All you having it don't pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's good to know that. Uh, you know, I, I uh, might get a globe this year. Who knows? I mean, now that I've gotten inspired, yeah. yeah who globe, knows, man? Yeah, and uh, fucking, you, when you're dead, I'm sure your art will be appreciated. That was the whole point of my handle. Prince yeah, is dead, you know, yeah. Planning mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah, you got to be ready for, for that. Your kids, Matt. I don't have any, but it's all going to yours. Yeah, please. My child needs cough medicine. Uh, James, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I love you guys. Thanks for having me. Fraudcast at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash fraudcast. Vince, what is the Google Voice number? 415-275-0030. All right, everyone. Thanks again so much for listening. And until next time, good night and good gins. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.